In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My brethren, the Holy Scriptures are like a field in which are hidden the treasures of the mysteries of God. In this way, if we want to find these treasures and to contemplate these mysteries, we cannot content ourselves with a superficial reading, but we will have to dig a little bit and go deeper. At the first glance, the parable of the Good Samaritan it speaks about the love that we needed to have for our neighbor. But if we look more deeply, we will see that this parable talks about the love of God for each one of us. So I would like to invite you today to walk with me in the fields of the Holy Gospel in order to try to contemplate beyond the story that is told, the mystery that is proposed to us in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Our Lord said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among robbers who stripped him and having wounded him went away, leaving him half dead. My brethren, we are reading the story of our own salvation. This man in the Holy Gospel represents Adam and it stands for the entire human race. And it is written that he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Jerusalem means city of peace and represents here paradise where man was placed right after his creation. However, Adam didn't keep the commandments of God Adam was disobedient to the voice of God. And because of that, he was expelled from paradise and went down to Jericho. Jericho, which means city of the moon, and it signifies the mortality of this life and the instability of this world. 
Because of his infidelity, men went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, from the immortality of paradise to the mortality of this life, from the state of grace to the state of sin. And he fell among robbers who stripped him and wounded him. And it is easy for us to guess who these robbers are. They are the fallen angels, the spirits of darkness, who under the direction of Satan provoked men to sin against God. And because Adam consented to the temptation of the devil, he was then stripped of that beautiful garment of grace that he received on the day of his creation. And that's why Adam found himself Naked, it means deprived of the grace of God. And he was wounded, weakened by his sin, in such a way that he was half dead, half dead, because his body was still alive. But his soul was not alive anymore. For the life of the soul is the grace of God. So when Adam lost the grace of God because of his sin, he became half dead. He's still alive in his body, but dead in his soul. And because Adam was the head of the human race, his sin affected not only himself, but also each one of us. The original sin affected our own nature, which was there, lying on the ground, naked, wounded, half dead, and unable to help itself. And a priest passed by, and a Levite passed by, but they didn't help the man. I would not say that they didn't want to help, but rather they were unable to help. Because this priest and this Levite represent the law and the prophets, which were unable by themselves to restore men to the life 
of grace. And mankind seemed completely helpless in his fate. However, a certain Samaritan, being on his journey, came near the wounded man, and seeing him, was moved to compassion. My dear brethren, there was someone who was moved with compassion at the sight of our misery and had the power to help us. A Samaritan, which means a guardian. And who could this guardian be if not the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ? He is the Good Samaritan, who from the throne of his majesty saw the poverty of our nature and moved with compassion, came down from heaven in order to save us. And what did he do? The good shepherd took the lost sheep upon his shoulders and carried her into the inn in order to take care of her. And this inn is the figure of the church. So it is in the church that our Lord takes care of us. It is in the church that he placed the means for our nature to be healed. In the gospel, the Samaritan used oil and wine to heal the wounds. Oil and wine. Two different things in order to heal two different types of wounds. Because we know that there are two types of sins. Venial sin and mortal sin. The oil symbolizes love and devotion. And it, it is used for our venial sins. Because we can receive the remission of our venial sins by any act of love and devotion toward God. For example, when we receive well the sacraments, when we pray, when we do penance, when we help our neighbor, and when we bear the sufferings of this life, for the love of God. Of course, we can also confess our venial sins. However, we should know 
that it is not absolutely necessary because there are other means to obtain the remission of these sins. And the wine symbolizes here the passion of Christ and it is used for our mortal sins. Because we can only receive the remission of a mortal sin through the aspersion of the blood of Jesus Christ. And we receive this aspersion in the sacrament of confession. In this way, for the forgiveness of a mortal sin, confession is necessary. And the next day, we read in the Gospel. And the next day, he took out two pens and gave to the host and said, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou shalt spend over and above, I, at my return, will repay thee. So the divine physician came to heal our wounds, to restore our lives, and to give us back that beautiful garment of grace that we had lost. And that was the mission of our Lord. And before going up to heaven, our Lord Jesus Christ entrusted to other men the same mission that he himself received from God the Father, the salvation of souls. So our Lord instituted the priesthood. And he gave to his priests two pens, which means his doctrine and the sacraments. And that's what the priests have to use to take care of souls. Doctrine and sacraments. And he promised to the men who would follow this vocation, to those who would share in his mission of saving souls, which is the most important mission that someone can have on this earth. He promised then a very special reward in heaven. What a beautiful promise of our Lord to his priests. <clears throat> so my brethren, we have walked a little bit in the fields of the Holy Scriptures, and we tried to unveil some of the mysteries of God hidden in the parable of the Good Samaritan. we are able to contemplate 
our Lord himself, behind the figure of the Good Samaritan. In our own nature, you and me, in that wounded man, lying on the ground. So please, I would ask you to try to remember all that the Good Samaritan has done for you in your life. Remember when you were there, lying on the ground, living in sin, and he brought you back to life. It's time to say, Thank you, Lord, for all you have done for me, for taking me upon your shoulders and bringing me to the church. Thank you, Lord. And in gratitude, I promise you everlasting fidelity. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.